Hey guys, this is my review for the Real Housewives of Potomac. Look, um, I know I'm late, so don't worry about it. You know, I've just got a lot going on right now. Anyway, uh, what do you guys think about Mia? Um, I've been seeing some comments, you know, on social media, and it seems to be a lot of people in favor of Mia. They like what she's bringing, um, but you do have some that said that she's really doing too much lying, and we don't think that she's being her authentic self. Um, I feel like I'm not sure if she's well. Let's, in terms of like you know the age difference, where she didn't quite have that together. I think that threw threw people off initially. Um, her husband being, I think she said, uh, being 68, and she's 36, and she didn't understand the difference between what's the difference 68 minus 36. Um, I I really didn't think that that was an indication that she was lying about her age. I just felt like she just didn't count. She just didn't really think about it. She, you know, he's older and that's just what it is. I feel like um, at, at this point though, it seems like she doesn't have an issue with telling us about herself. I think she really is proud of who she is and what she's accomplished and all of that. So I don't really think yet, uh, but we'll see. Um, in this episode, we do see Mia is seemingly siding with, or at least, she, you know, with Karen and Giselle having their kerfuffle, whatever, you know, the war of the words, it seems like Mia was, is very much on point with, you know, saying that, you know, despite the fact that Karen and Giselle are not in a good space, and Mia is supposed to be Karen's friend, which we can clearly see she really, they don't know each other. They really don't. Um, Karen just needed a friend of the show to be on there, you know, to bring someone on there that could be on Karen's side. Because honestly, Karen was not going to have too many people on her team. I mean, we know Robin and Giselle not team, uh, not her, not with her. We know Candace is not there for her. We kind of just not sure where Wendy is in the, in the situation. And as far as Ashley, uh, Ashley's really a flip flop. You don't know where Ashley stands. So again, so she needed someone that was going to actually be on her team because saying Ashley or saying that Wendy was going to be team Karen or at least be there for her. I, I just didn't see that happening um, at all. So Wendy was kind of out of sorts because she, one, she didn't like Mia from the very beginning. And she don't even know Mia. Okay. Let's, let's start there. Uh, when Karen mentioned that she was bringing a friend and, you know, or she asked if she bring a friend and Wendy was like, okay, her name was Mia. You know, Wendy gave this look like, girl, what? Uh, I don't know about that. You know, she already gave a little stank face, if you will. So when she meets Mia, she's she's put off. And then they had the little words, you know, Wendy tried to shade her about the, about the plastic surgery saying, you look like you've had a lot of work done. And Mia was like, I sure have. And she went down her list of things she had done. So it didn't work. So, you know, now we got this whole situation with um, Wendy questioning Mia's loyalty. And I, I feel a little differently about that. I feel like this, first of all, if I'm, you know, I can have a friend that I'm, I'm really cool with this person. And I could meet somebody else and I know that they've told me some things about this person that isn't favorable. Okay. I'm aware of that, but I don't know how I feel about this person. I know what their experience is, but I don't know how I'm going to look at this person as far as, well, even though they don't get along, we might be okay. I don't know that. So I really think that with Wendy saying, well, where's the loyalty? Because Mia made a comment. Like, I think that Giselle is, 
has a good heart. You know, she didn't know Giselle. She feels like from meeting her at the onset, she seems to be okay. Um, this loyalty to a fault situation is problematic for me. I feel like Wendy is trying to be judgmental too soon. You know, um, she wants something to pick at Mia about because she didn't win with the whole plastic surgery situation. So now it's all about her not being loyal. It, it just, I, I just don't know about that just yet. It, that's not a fair judgment call. So anyway, then they got to, you know, they ate, you know, some cupcakes and, you know, whatever. I really just didn't care about it at that point in time. So um, getting back to Mia, though, we also get a chance to see Mia with her husband. And I think Mia has three children. And the last two are by her husband. She has an older child. She has a son from a previous marriage. All right. Cool. He looks to be about 12 or 13 years old. I think he, I think she did say he was 13. And then she has two younger children. Um, she's happy. She owns the, what's the joint chiropractor uh, uh, facilities. I think she owns a number of them with her husband. And she seems to be, you know, they got a penthouse, nice view. She dresses really nicely. Um, yeah, you know, she's got it going on as far as what she has on paper, as far as being married and, and, and have a career and a businesswoman. And she's bringing, you know, some style, which is greatly needed, you know, making sure someone coming in with style, showcasing some money. She's definitely showing us that thus far. Her husband, he got, you know, he's doing well for himself. This is what we're, this is what I'm talking about when I say let's make sure that we keep bringing what is important to these house by franchises is that they're actually they got money. I don't want to see struggle and all of that. I want to see them a lifestyle that is different from, you know, I kind of want to see the upper scale lifestyle, if you will. And she definitely has it. And um, so that's that. Uh, Ashley and Karen get together. Karen comes by Ashley's house. And uh, they're having a little conversation about, you know, what happened at the dinner party. And 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 Karen kind of slips back on the whole, or she kind of pulls back on. She said, "Yeah, I said I mentioned about the whole sing sing thing and all of that." She said, "I probably went too far, exaggerated." I feel like Karen. I think that Karen did a harsh read because it had nothing to do with going to prison. I know sing sing is a prison, but I think it was like Karen was hinting at what was allegedly out in the streets that Giselle has spent some time in a mental institution. That's the alleged situation. And I think Karen knew that she went too far and it wasn't necessary to go that far in that moment. Um, so she's pulling back on it. You know, that's that she's kind of like, I realized I went too far. And she tells Ashley, it was a little bit of an exaggeration, but you know, um, and she didn't really mention about the hot box. I guess I don't know what that's all about, but <laughs> but she did mention the sing sing situation was a little too much. Then um, you know Karen is like, I'm going to have a couples party over at my place, and uh, I want all you know. I'm going to invite everyone, even though everybody is not coupled up, meaning Giselle. But you know, I'm going to invite everyone to the house, and I don't it, I don't think Karen expected Giselle to come by, and I'm certain that she didn't really expect Candace to come by, which was shocking that Candace showed up. So, um, what, uh, so we get 
the baby Dean wakes up and he has a meltdown. He didn't want to be bothered with Karen. Karen leaves. <laughs> we also see Ashley speaking with her mother. And I guess the mom is on better terms with Michael. I'm guessing. Seems like that. Um, and, you know, Ashley is talking about, you know, they're talking about sex. And Ashley's saying, you know, her not feeling like she, she's not feeling comfortable with having sex with Michael. So they have to resort to other things. Um, she was hinting at other ways that, you know, she can satisfy him. I was kind of not interested in that. And um, I, I see where the storyline is going as far as Michael being faithful yet again or whatnot. It's up in questions. So we got that going on. Then we got with Miss Wendy, her talking to her mother about, you know, asking how she likes, you know, the, the work that she's had done. And her mother was very pleased. And her mother was like, you know what? I think I might want to get my breasts done. You know, your work looks really good. You and your sister really should pay for me to get some work done. I'm like, why would they need to pay for it? I mean, I don't, I didn't quite, that threw me off. I don't understand, like, why would they need to pay for you having plastic surgery? I don't, I don't know. And then Wendy's yet again talking about how she's unhappy being this professor or doing teaching, and she's venturing off into selling candles and, like, home goods type of thing. Okay. Eddie was sitting there looking at her like, okay, yeah, whatever. I, I don't think Eddie was taking Wendy that seriously or he just didn't care or he feels like maybe it's a case of Wendy still trying to figure herself out and find herself because as she said in her first season she's done everything that her mother wanted her to do you know she's gone through what her mother has put you know education and doing and following the footsteps that her mother wanted her to take and now she I guess she's at a point where she wants to figure out who she is and what she likes. Okay, girl. All right. So we get Candace, Robin, and Giselle are on a call. They're all talking, and they all got this invite from Karen to come to the couple's dinner party. Okay. And Giselle's like, now you know I ain't going. And Robin's like, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it either. And Candace is like, you know what? I, I We might go. I'm definitely considering it. Um, even though I'm still upset with Karen because she has dismissed my feelings as it pertains to the whole Monique incident. I don't know how Karen dismissed Mon um, uh, Candace's feelings. Because Karen very specifically spoke with Candace. She was very empathetic. She's very sympathetic and she absolutely recognized Candace's pain, Candace's embarrassment, Candace's trauma. She, so I don't know where it means that she dismissed it because she didn't let, you know, I think, I think Candace felt like because you've been such a mentor to me, I can't understand why you are still associating with Monique. That looks like you don't really care how I feel. I feel like Candace wanted Karen to ice Monique out of the, the circle, if you will. And Karen wouldn't do that. So that bothered Candace. I think that's what really, because it's not a matter of her feelings being dismissed because Karen was very sympathetic about her feelings. So that was full of crack. Crock. Forget it. Um, speaking of Candace, she is doing some acting. She's working on her MBA and at Howard University. And um Chris, her husband, is now managing her. And Candace's mom 
isn't featuring that at all. I don't know why, but she's not. I don't. I don't know if Candace's mom really respects Chris. I'm beginning to wonder about that. You know, I, I think that either she doesn't respect Chris, or maybe she feels like she should be the one controlling uh, Candace's career. Because I think up and I mean, for a while, that's what she did. You know, she was her mentor and she guided her throughout the whole pageantry scene. You know, because Candace was a pageant girl. So I don't know. It just when she, when Candace told her about Chris being her manager, the first thing she said was, "Good luck with that." So I'm like, okay, well, I don't know. Um, we get Giselle have a conversation with her daughters about dating and boys and all of that. They really were not featuring anything Giselle had to say. They don't think that Giselle is an authority figure. They don't think that Giselle understands truly what it means to date and being happy because they were shading her. Okay. And, you know, Giselle was talking about, you know, she's dated athletes. She's dated rap artists and all of that. And these girls just telling her you don't have, I guess they tell her she doesn't have the discernment that she really needs when it comes to relationships. And I'm, I'm, I'm still sure that the things that she went through with Jamal, these girls are very much aware of a lot. And the fact that, Giselle was attempting to return back to the familiar when it came to Jamal was off putting to the girls last season. So I guess they're looking at her like when it comes to dating advice or talking about dating, that she may not be the, the authority figure that they would like to listen to, which is unfortunate for Giselle. I think one of the main, main mistakes Giselle has made is treating her daughters very much so like they're her good girlfriends. These are your daughters. And I think I get the impression that she's got a little too comfortable in terms of her role. I know that sounds kind of strange because the way they talk and respond back to her gives me like they're on the same level. And that's, that was kind of uncomfortable to watch. I'm like, okay, girl, that's all right. But that's Giselle's way of doing. That's how she parents. Good luck with that. So we get Karen and uh, let me see. Are we yeah, we get Karen at the dinner party, and you know um, who comes in first? I think Wendy and Eddie. Then we get Karen finally meets uh, Mia's husband, and she was very impressed with him. Nice looking man. She really liked him. Then we get um, let me see who else was there. Um, oh, Candace and Chris shows up. She was a little surprised, but she was glad to see them. And she tells Candace, you know, I, I know we have a lot that we need to try to discuss to make amends. And Candace goes, yeah, you know, I'll, you know, maybe we should come by to my house and, you know, talk. And Karen's like, oh, I'm invited to your house. She's like, yeah, we can, you know, we'll see. Let's, we'll have a conversation and we'll talk. Okay, great. They play this couple's game kind of like, I remember the, well, it's a show from like the 70s. And it was called like, oh, uh, what was it called? Love Connect. Was it Love Connection? Okay. I got to get back with my Nick at night. I think it was, um, oh no, it's called the Newlywed Game. Because you have to, you know, they ask questions and then you try to see if you can match your answer with your spouse. So <clears throat> that's kind of what, that's what they were playing. So they asked all kinds of questions. Um it was funny to hear the answers that they were given, especially the sexually sexual ones. Ashley was there, but she, because Michael didn't show up, Ashley was the one that was playing the host. All right. 
one of the questions was like the, the strangest place that you have had sex and Mia and her husband was like, oh, in the bathroom at the Waffle House. Now I was like, okay, what? The Waffle House? I am, when I go south, down south, I don't mind going to the Waffle House. I love the Waffle House. But the bathroom, uh-uh. I can't, I mean, that's, ooh, but that's what they did. That's what they did. I think, uh, let me see, Karen and, and Ray talked about, I think, on the top of the counter in the kitchen. And I think Ray mentioned, oh, yeah, that's how Raven was made. And, you know, Karen was like, oh, no, 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 don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> I don't want her to hear this. So, and I don't remember Candace and and Chris. I don't remember what they said, honestly. But it was funny. It was some. It was it was kind of funny. Um, before the party got started, because I don't even remember what Wendy and Eddie said. To be honest, um, before it got started, you know, Wendy and Mia did have a few words. I, I you know, I. They just, you know, Wendy just doesn't see it for Mia. And now Mia has picked up on the fact that Wendy doesn't see it. I mean, she really, I think, has picked up on it. Because even Wendy got to the point where she told Mia to not, not put her hands in her face. And, and they're like six feet apart. Like, how's Mia putting her hands in your face? You just want, Wendy, you just want to have a reason to not like Mia. That's all that is. So I think if Mia didn't know that Wendy wasn't featuring her, she knows it now. And the winner of the, of the evening for the, from the party was Eddie and Wendy. And that really was the episode. So it looks like tomorrow's episode, we're going to see uh, Mia talk a little bit more about her encounter, you know, how she met her husband a little bit more. Now, I got the impression tonight she said that she met her husband while he was still married. And he would go on the golf. Well, he would tell his wife he's going on the golf course, but yet he would go by to see her. I was like, ooh, Mia. I don't know if that was, hmm. I know Mia's trying to be open so that they can't use things against her, I guess. But girl, uh, all right. She was a side chick, huh? Because that's what I'm getting from. If you were dating this man while he was still married, yeah, you were the side chick. All right. And you end up marrying him. Okay. That's what that is. So anyway, that's it for this episode. I will talk to you guys later. Peace.